everybody. Hello. Good, Good day, fellow yes. listeners. Humans of the planet Earth. Yes. No. Welcome. Hey, welcome to Minnesota. Uh, you know what? I don't even know what number it is anymore. Six. 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 We're going to say six. Correct us if I'm wrong. But well, here's the thing. is like, if you listen back to our episodes, we fuck up the number like 90% oh, of the time. 100%. We're just like, Minnesota 4, and it's like, Minnesota 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Welcome to a Minnesota. Welcome to a Minnesota. We we took a we took a week hiatus. Um, you know we're 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 tired all the time. All the fucking parenting time. is is just an endless seam of being tired. I think that's my biggest daddy issue right now is how tired I am. Yeah, you know, actually, I've been pretty fortunate. You've been. Yeah, you've been getting the raw end of the stick. You've had nothing preparing you for this kind of sleep deprivation in your life. And I have come from a unique perspective of nothing but sleep deprivation before my children. Yeah. And, you know, I, I feel maybe the force looked at me and said, hey, we're going to, you did this to yourself. You're being, we're going to tone it back with the kid just a little, maybe. Crystal meth is a hell of a drug. Hell of a drug, folks. Fun times. Not fun times. Don't try it ever. No, don't don't try meth. There are better drugs to try, like hugs. Yes, good good drug. Them hugs, yeah. they're good. Yeah, so be able to let your pharmacy, but don't ask your pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'd like to fill a prescription for hugs. Just stare awkwardly. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. Oh so t- today we're talking about sleep and yeah, the crazy detriments from it, and uh, yeah, a little quickie we'll catch up for you. Yeah, you can get into we'll that get in a bit. Okay. That. Um, because we we got some shows that we want to promote. That's right. We on uh, next week, uh, the twenty second and the twenty third, uh, comedy night at Vinnie Brewing Pub, as well as comedy night at Whippersnapper Brewing. Yeah, Whippersnapper. That's like the place that we drink all their beer from. All, all their the beer. Time. All the time. We're, we're drinking their beer today, right? Yes, this is... What is this? We're drinking the Troublemaker. I oh. think I might have been drinking this the last time as well. It's their uh, Black Cherry Smoke Double IPA. It is. It's dark. <laughs> it's smoked. It's smoked. There's some cherry. There's some cherry as it finished. It's, and, it's uh, 9%, so we're just going to throw that in oh, some double yeah. IPA. So that's why I'm like, I will take this beer. That's right, because it is almost borderline a malt liquor. The, um, this was actually one of their birthday beers. They're one of well, their fifth anniversary birthday beers. Nice. They're like, by the way, have some of this because we up the alcohol by volume. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I've mentioned this before, but Whippersnapper, but they put out a new unfiltered beer every single week. Yeah, that's cool. And so like this this week, they've got um, an Irish Red that just like sold out for Remembrance Day very quickly. Oh yeah, no, that'd be a good, good um, over. Yeah. Next week they have an Imperial. Stout, and it's based off of a Nine Inch Nails beer. Nice. Um, and uh, I think it's just. Is it it's, called Hurt? No, it's <laughs> called it's called the Imperial Stout beer. Oh. Um, but then it's got like the Nine Inch Nails logo on oh, the bottom corner. Okay. Imperial uh, Stout. But like, it doesn't come out till Friday. But I was in there today yeah. talking with them. And he gave me a try of it, and yeah. I don't even like stouts, but it was delicious. It yeah, had like a sweetness to yeah. it that I wasn't used to with the yeah. stouts. And, so that's good. They're the Saturday show on the 23rd. Uh, Andrew Albert is our headliner. Andrew's got every major credit that you can get in Canada. Uh, he's just an incredibly funny guy. And our host for that evening is the incredible Miller Crosby. Miller Crosby. She yep. hosted um, Don't Fret. Yeah, yeah, just last week, which is a great turnout. Uh, super awesome. We're going to 
trying to I'm going to try to push that for fringe this year. We're going to take the profits and uh, redirect that. So uh, dice roll, maybe cross our fingers. We'll get that happening yeah. for them and uh, go you, for that. You should have a different host for every show of that. Like have the same <laughs> have the same like performers, but have a different host that has like a different like musical take or something like that. Yeah, just something like yeah. that. Well, I could, well, I could do my hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Saturday night show will be just the EDM host. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a good idea. It's a good concept. Uh, Miller did an incredible job. It was actually the best fit for that whole thing. It's pretty hard to uh, strike a balance when you have. Uh, Four really talented gentlemen. Someone to just bridge that gap, and I think it was very good. She did a very good job. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's those are the the four guys that were on the don't front. We had Oliver George, who yep. was on uh, episode four. You yep. can go back and listen to that. Um, they they really come out of their their own bubble when they have an instrument in their hands, right? But it's not like in a hacky manner. Like, no, definitely. You know not. how like musical comedy sometimes you groan and roll your eyes. Um, this was not. But that. these guys have talent to it, and yep. they're. Aaron Hill, he was on the show. He put out a music video about not eating yeah, ass. Not, he, yeah, <laughs> not eating bum. That's right, not eating bum. And uh, he he performed that uh, at his opener, actually. It oh, was, yeah. And it was uh, it was very good. Actually, the star of the music video, one uh, friend of the show, one Heather Hurst was Heather in the Hurst audience. Was in the audience. Yeah. And uh, she was feeling no pain, no pain whatsoever, and just jamming to that song like it was uh, meant for her. So it was fun. It was a great night, and uh, the show will be coming back. Uh, even if we don't get chosen for um, Fringe, we're gonna BYOV. Yeah, we're gonna. We, I, I just believe in that production. It's really great. So, and you know what? Here's here's something cool. We're gonna throw it to you guys. Um, our listeners are from all over. I've been kind of following the stats, and actually, we've now surpassed more American listeners than a Canadian listener. Oh, very cool. Thank you, USA. Right Thank now. you, USA. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we still love you, Canada. The most. Yeah, no, don't get um, wrong. Free if, if you want us to come and perform in your town, just let us know. We'll find a way to do it. We'll be on vacation. <laughs> He's winking. He's winking. That's right. Um, but yeah, like we'll bring like daddy issues with us, and I will just our... come and do it. Uh, we're also planning uh, a, a Legion tour for the spring. Yeah, that'd be well. fun. Uh, haven't reached out to any of them yet, but Almont and Renfrew are on the mark. Nice Carlton Place. Carlton Place as well. It'd be yeah. kind of a trifecta of of, yeah. of those three. But you know, you got also Perth, then you got Petawawa. I, I guess Petawawa. Petawawa's kind of they've got, uh, they many, got a show many shows, a couple yeah. of shows. So really, we just we want to start local and we'll work from there. But uh, yeah, reach out to us if you uh, at all want to see the act, and we are definitely on those shows next Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. So, that was that. Now, anything else? Uh... No. So, how's your week been, champ? I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. is like, she, I used to brag about how well baby champ slept when we first brought her home. Yeah. And something happened over the last week. It's like we broke her. Yeah. And, or she just broke. Because <laughs> now it's like every... The last two nights have been okay. But last week... It was like every 90 minutes just shrieking. Whoa. And it went all night, and then it would go all day. And so it got to the point where, like, you're only sleeping in, like, 45, 60-minute increments. We're trying to spell each other off. Uh, do you Did you ever have that when Eric and Eddie were Well, kids? when Eddie, see, is very, very fortunate that, like, uh, uh, Amanda... Amanda basically had Eddie for most of the day, and uh, we co-slept with Eddie right in bed. We weren't uh, any – it was just easiest. And we, at first we thought, oh, well, we crush him or anything. But then when you realize you feel that little body towards the small of my back, I know where he is, mm. it became very much – it was easier to have a reflex of he's there as opposed to the reflex of, oh, my God, he's awake. And 
crying really hard. Mm -hmm. So that was our adjustment. Uh, Eddie slept like a goddamn champ. There was a, not in this case, but a champion. Absolutely. (laughs) He slept, he slept incredibly well. He, from the get go would pull six, seven hours Mm -hmm. and just done. And uh, his fussiest times were in the afternoon and just getting settled. Well, that's, I think a big part of like the fussiness in the afternoon is there's the stimulation of being awake throughout the day, but babies still need those naps throughout the day. And it's hard to get a baby to sometimes go down for a nap during the day. So they become fussier because they're more tired. Yeah. Um, We've started a bedtime routine, which is important, right? Like, you know, the bath is usually like, we don't bathe her every single night because she's still only three months, but like, the bath, like a nice warm bath, yeah. the change. We actually have a few stories that we, we read with her, and then we oh, finish off with the Snuggle Puppy song. Oh, uh, that's cool. Snuggle Puppy remix version. Like, I, is I, it on... I give it a remix. Like, <laughs> I'll, do. I'll do like awful accents and <laughs> random like reggae beats. And yep. Kate comes in, she's like, she's like, no, no, no. This is the last thing she hears before she goes to bed. Stop fucking it up. <laughs> And I'm just like, snuggle puppy, you're the one. She's like, that's not even the words. <laughs> yeah, so you've been cut, right? You've been totally No, like, oh, no, no remixes? No, no, all right. Well, I, I get, I, as long as I sing it through right the second time, the first time I can do whatever I want. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no one's paying attention to the first cut. No. Well, the baby is. Well, okay, yeah. But she, but, she's not really. And then okay. we, yeah, we pop her into like this, like sleep sack, and then. Swaddling was we, super important. Yeah. We play, um, we play the Jack Johnson Curious George soundtrack. Okay. It's it's, right. it's weird, but it calms her down. Like two songs in and she's asleep. Eddie would uh, pass out uh, in his, his bedtime routine after a bath and, uh, uh, you know, nice soothing things like that. Uh, Amanda would put on uh, John Lennon Imagine. Okay. And that was be kind of his soothing thing, imagined by Lennon. And any any Beatles music in itself would be very calming. Uh, in utero, he loved Beethoven. Now, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if that was just because he was like, Not the Ninth Symphony, not the Ninth. You know, or, dun, 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 dun. Jumps out a window. No, but, you know, <laughs> like, no, but uh, and then, yeah, so... Erica is uh, completely different too, right? She never co-slept with us. She was in the room with us on a side sleeper, mm-hmm. not a bassinet or anything. It was just like an extension of our bed. And um, she, yeah, since she had her routine down, she was like, please, no. And I was very thankful that she didn't sleep in our bed because she's a scrappy sleeper. She's, I call her scrappy do sleepy times because she will punch, she will kick, mm-hmm. she will have night terrors mostly like no Eddie, don't take that toy and then just nothing <laughs> and then sometimes just like no don't touch me and i'm just like what, what? <laughs> and i'm like and then the next words are eddie no i'm like okay so she's, she has night sad. terrors about her brother yeah she totally has night terrors about her brother and it's and she punches and kicks and like recently uh She's been, when she's not feeling well, things like that, she'll crawl into my bed and pass out and I'll wake up with like a sore face and I'm like, oh, oh, Erica's, oh yeah, that's Erica, all right. I got kicked in the head in my sleep and I'm just, I sleep like a freaking rock, so yeah. How, uh, like, when did you move them into their own space? Uh, Erica was just a little over a year and Eddie was, yeah, same age, just a little, around two, yeah. Yeah, year and a half. And like you moved them into a crib? 
Yeah. It was okay. a crib with a nice little wall. And then after the second birthday, they were like scaling it. So we were like, okay, enough of that. Got them flat beds. Okay. Yeah. And how um, how did that transition from like bedroom to bedroom go? Uh, bedroom to bedroom for Erica was like, yeah, I love it. Eddie is still very much needing mommy to pass out with him on weekends. Okay. Yeah, that's how I feel about that one for sure. And uh, I'm sure he's going to get over it. And I'm sure it's not warping him. But it still gets me. I'm well, because Eddie's, like, Eddie's older. Six. He's Eddie's six. six. Yeah. Right? And I'm just still like, man, you don't need mom to pass out with. And he just makes it a huge scene. Okay. And mom doesn't want to fight it at the end of the day. Because it's been a long day for her. So she just caves. And then I end up having a whole bed to myself. Which I'm not complaining about <laughs> at all. <coughs> but it gets a little like, hey. What am I working for? Oh, I'm just doing it to have my own bed. Yay. <laughs> so, I don't know. We, we have her in a bassinet next to the bed right now. Yeah. And we, we started talking yesterday about when do we do the transition? Because we have a crib for her in her own nursery, her own room. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think we were talking about her in the six-month mark of trying it. But I also know that Kate has a little bit of separation anxiety about about the baby. And, you know, if the baby's right next to her, she rolls over and she's good to go. Yeah. Versus if it's in the other room, there's kind of the paranoia. Yeah, of can I, eat convenience and it's not yeah, long enough. And, like, yeah. and I, personally, I would love the baby to have their own room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we're trying to, we're at the point where, you know, we're, we're getting back into, like, back you into know, the swing of relational... Intimacies. They be fucking again. No, well, not fucking again necessarily, but they become passionate. Okay. Well, I don't know if her family listens to this. So like, like oh, fair so, enough. <laughs> but you know, intimacy like, level achieved. You know, we we hold hands, right? We hold hands, and sometimes we like peck each other in the cheek. Um, and then like you know, we're in the middle of pecking each other in the cheek, and suddenly the baby's like. Rah! And you're like, oh, uh, super boner kill. Uh, and no, like, not boner kill, just hand just kill. My, super hand kill. Our our lips get dry, and we're no longer able to peck each other on the cheek. Wow. For full subtitle review, stick into <laughs> the outtakes of this season. We'll, we'll give you full outtakes review on this one. Oh. That must be incredibly bad for having chap lips. <laughs> We are keeping Vaseline in business. <laughs> this has been Daddy Issues. <laughs> Tell us about your unable cock blocking kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there's been definitely times when, yeah, you want to be intimate again, and it was all like, ah, since the kids passed out, let's just say if you uh, are at like a, a like single child's. Uh, parents play or a kid, a kid if you're at your friend's house and they only got one or two kids don't sit on their couch <laughs> <laughs> just don't sit on their couch because that honestly is worse than casting couch like i'm just, like we got rid of couches because of things and stuff okay oh that's gross you're welcome that's <laughs> okay i i tried to like keep things pg and just made it even worse yeah so. totally you just uh, made, you're letting the people go there on their minds and that's not Great fine. Um, great. Here's the thing: sleep is important. Super important. Like sleep's not just—it's not just important for parents, but it's important in general, right? Like sleep helps us stay alive. It resets the computer. I—I I actually like like we know that we know we talk about how I'm in therapy, like as a therapist, and uh, there's a few years ago, 
and went to a symposium all about sleep. Wow. <laughs> I know it sounds boring, but it was actually riveting. Uh, and we talked a lot about the sleep bank and how we can get into debt with our sleep clock. Huh. And also in the way that like the body works on a circadian cycle and, and here in Canada, because our, our sun during the winter is never up yeah. <laughs> and like during the summer, it's up all the time. It really messes with our, our body's ability to get like a full rest of sleep. And full rest of sleep means metabolism problems or uh, mental issues for sure. Well, like, what you got re- yeah, you got to, yeah. Like, you know, you got, you got, first off, like, Getting a full night's of sleep, you, you're you're more productive and you have better concentration. Hundred percent, right? And Chris Chris knows this full well from his his years of, of doing math. Go back to the special episode and have a listen. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, the uh, the even just being able to shut down your visual cortex for uh, when I was high was very important. Just to be able to function and not. Um, start to hallucinate because after 24 hours your brain is going to start piecing it can't, it can't be on for that long well it can't be on for that long but it also starts to misremember things yeah and it can lead to false memories uh it can lead to like delusions it can lead to paranoia yeah um that's huge if you go too long without sleep you die yeah 100%, right? like yeah your brain your brain is like nope nope um nope. there there was some talk about how um and, and like, this hasn't been fully proven yet, but how sleep also has uh, a link to possible weight gain and obesity issues. Uh, you know, I could I could attest to that when I was working night shift. When your night when your your sleep schedule gets all screwed up, and uh, I gained I gained weight when I worked night shift. So I used to work nights as uh, well. I I worked nights in a halfway house for guys on parole, and I I was speaking to one of my dad's best friends who worked overnights at um, like a Nestle factory or something like that. And he was telling me that you have to treat every eight-hour overnight shift like a 12-hour day shift. Yeah. Eh? And that's like for the impact that it has on your body. Because, you know, when you're getting that sleep that you need, you're having better calorie regulation. Yeah. Which means you have a better metabolism. Yeah. It's a better immune system for you. Yeah. So while it might not necessarily mean that not sleeping makes you fat, it definitely plays into the fact that, like, it's a lot easier... Also, when I'm tired and I come home, do I want to sit down and cook dinner or do I want to order a pizza? Yeah, pizza. Right? Pizza Pizza is the easy thing to go with versus sitting down and cooking up some chicken and broccoli or something like that. You know? So you get better uh, calorie regulation, which is important, which also gives you, like, better energy. Yeah. And, like, that energy gives you uh, better performance intensity, uh, better coordination, um, less Vaseline usage in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting the right amount of sleep lowers your risk of heart disease. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 One, one risk factor for heart disease is high blood pressure. Yeah. Right. And so what happens if you don't get enough sleep? High blood pressure. High blood pressure, right? Yeah. Because because ultimately, what happens is resting each night allows your body's blood pressure to start to regulate itself. Yeah, calm down, reset. Part of the reason that people with high blood pressure typically also have things like sleep apnea yeah. is because they're not sleeping well, so their blood pressure spikes. Yeah, you get on a CPAP machine and suddenly your well, blood look, pressure drops. Yeah, because you're regulating oxygen into your bloodstream. Um, the the Journal of Sleep Research actually did a really cool study about how. Um, how people's sleep responses lead to better social and emotional intelligence. I would go with that. I would go with that. Sleep responses, meaning how fast they fall asleep and 
duration of sleep? Or no, just more, I'd probably sleep? say more duration of sleep or right. like consistency of sleep. Right. Right? Yeah. So if they're like, yeah, no, that makes sense because you're being regulated there again, right? Oh, and, and emotionally, your brain can reset and re- remember things and be able to just. Well, we go back to like that whole idea of like better concentration. Yeah. Right? Better concentration leads easier to empathy. Because if right. I can concentrate on what's going on, I can better understand the situation. I can better empathize with the situation. And empathy is directly related to to emotional intelligence. 100%. Right? Emotional intelligence is directly related to how we can connect with each other on a social level. You know, if, if I'm a tired old bastard, I'm going to be grumpy. I'm going to be, I'm not going to be thinking clearly. I'm going to probably say shit that I right. don't mean. And you're going to get fired off sports day. Hey, like, I'm not Don Sherry. <laughs> Fuck that motherfucker. Fuck that guy. Deserved that. Fuck that guy. He, I wish that he'd gotten fired decades Wait, ago. Why, why, I'm surprised he didn't. But now, just, yeah, no, he didn't even. Kate, Kate was funny. Um, she posted on Facebook the other, like, right after Don Sherry got fired, she posted a photo of Donald Duck, and she's like, what's this Donald going to do to, like, Create the Donald trifecta. And then everyone's like, he's been exposing himself for a generation. (laughs) That's true. Why is he wearing a shirt? There's no pants. Exactly. Easier access. Nice. For when he wants to peck himself on the cheek. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sleep sleep prevents depression. It does. 100%. You're not sleeping. You're not feeling great. You're freaking tired and you're sad about it. And yeah, it was... Generally, not going to feel great. When you were when you were smoking meth yep. all the time, and you um, you were awake all the time, did you have awful shits? Uh, d- uh no, no. Uh, that's the wrong guess... answer. <laughs> I'm only joking. It's whatever. Like be able to like metabolize things and digest certain things, right? Okay. Like um, while I was awake. God, you know, that's one thing I just didn't pay attention. I didn't pay attention to that shit, champ. No, um, I know after coming off of like a couple of days and then waking up and not getting high again and actually eating and having a kind of a body reset, you had a good movement. But like while I was high, the first thing you do when you're high, it, it because it's a diuretic, it would make you want to crap. Okay. Right? So you do that and... It was, it wasn't liquid, but it was like not a hundred percent solid. Welcome to Chris's BM moment. Yeah, no problem. This is reflections of the pool of shit. <laughs> so, no, but uh, and that was I don't know. That was because I would force myself to have something like a booster juice. I would force something into my stomach. Okay. Aside sugar. I, I can't. I can only speak for me. Right? Yeah, no, know, and that's I, fair. Like, you know, like I read, I read a, I read a really cool. Okay. What I find cool, you might not find cool. <laughs> but I, I read a really cool study in the World Journal of Gastroenterology. Okay. Uh, Definitely not cool for me. <laughs> not cool for you. <laughs> uh, and they actually, there was, a, there was an article in there that was talking about the link between sleep deprivation and inflammatory bowel diseases. Huh. So, like, affecting people's gastrointestinal tract. And you know what I actually, like, I, I don't, like, I... I talk about it. I've got stomach issues. Yeah. Um, like it's like I've been through a number of different tests. I, I've had a number of colonoscopies done. Um, and I definitely can tell you, I have worse stomach issues on nights when I don't sleep well. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And that's it from the source. That, 
Okay, funny, funny colonoscopy story. <laughs> Sorry, funny colonoscopy story, and then we'll move on. Give me some funny shit here. So I, I went to a colonoscopy back in January, and when I got there, they're like disrobe and put on this house coat, and they gave me like a small sized house coat. So like I'm out there, and this house coat comes to like for our mid thigh. Out there. That's a lot of hair. Mid thigh. Mid. And I sit down. Because they're like, just come out here and sit down. And I sit down, and my balls just pop out. And like, they just like, I'm sitting on the edge of the chair trying to like keep my knees together, and my balls just pop out. And a nurse just comes over with a towel and goes, Oh no, honey. And just puts the <laughs> towel on my lap. And I was like, Oh. <laughs> Wow, for those of you that are keeping up with the score, that's the second ball story champ has shared on our lovely program. That's true. My balls do <laughs> pop out from time to time. It's not an episode if we don't have a ball story. So that's good. That's uh, that's weird. So so those are some of the reasons why we need sleep. That's right. And and the big thing that, that is out there around sleep is the fact that we deprive ourselves of sleep so easily. Um, you know, simply just watching TV before bed. That, that deprives our brain of, of sleep because of the blue light. It takes it makes it harder for our brains to go into a REM cycle. Yeah. And and REM is where we get a big chunk of our body charge. Yeah. So like if our if our body was like a phone being plugged in at night, that's where REM is charging us. But yeah. if we are like con consistently taking in like screen time, that's gonna impact our ability to fall asleep. Uh, and then once we have this, we end up like coming in debt to the sleep bank. Yeah. And we we owe the sleep bank our, our sleep. We can catch up on it, but it's hard to do. It's why sometimes, like, Saturday comes and we're like, fuck it, I'm sleeping till 1 p.m. Yeah. If you can. Yeah, if you can. Yeah. Kids, it's not so easy to do that. No, that's for sure. So, so how much sleep do you think an adult between the ages, like our age, so how much sleep do you think that an adult our age needs per night seven hours it is it's seven hours seven hours but if we go younger than that i'm gonna go with it becomes more yeah right yeah. like a teenager uh to be able to to fully develop properly uh needs eight to ten hours of sleep a school-aged kid between the ages of six and twelve like with eddie right yeah. now needing nine to twelve hours of sleep uh, dropping down to Erica's age category, it's 10 to 13 hours of sleep for that 3 to 5-year-old. Yeah. Toddlers need 11 to 14 hours of sleep. Infants, that's the 4 to 12-month mark, so we're one month away from entering the infant stage, is 12 to 16 hours. Yeah. And then the newborn, where we are right now, is 14 to 17 hours a day. And part of that is because it takes so much energy to grow. Yeah, oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, and could... so you need to constantly be... Getting that energy. Yeah. And that's why you're going to have Eddie, when Eddie was a baby, being fussy in the afternoon because he needs that sleep. Or, you know, I don't know what the fuck was going on last week because she needed that sleep, but she was fighting it hard. Yeah, that's weird, eh? Sometimes I'm just like, no, i got to stay up and see it all. No, you don't. Just, no, you don't. Do you, do you find that once you fall asleep, you stay asleep? Yep. Yeah? Like, you don't wake with up in the, the middle of the night? With the exception of Erica coming in being like, Daddy, why are you awake? You know, like, God damn it. She's been having having a disruptive sleep pattern, and it's all having everything to do with screen times. We've recently banished the phones. Uh, they were allowed to have an hour before bed, which we take it away. We put them someplace. She just bust out of her room and took them. 
And she would stay up all night on it. And we're like, oh my God, what the hell are you doing? And now we put them up high on a shelf. So she comes in at like, and looking, please restart the show. I've just said no to it now. Like, yeah. yeah, she's calmed right down. But, um, where the hell are we going with that? Well, I was asking that because, like, we can we can tell if someone's having poor quality sleep if they're waking up through the night, or if the you get the number of hours of sleep you're supposed to get in a night and you're still not rested. Right. Right. Those are some of those signs. So, like, we need to talk about improving sleep quality before we even talk about sleep with when it comes to like kids and, yeah, and that. Yeah. And I know that we're like bridging on the thirty minute mark, so we'll, we'll kind of we'll keep we'll, it tight. We'll keep it tight. Um, the first thing is avoid. Avoid sleeping in when you've had enough sleep. Yeah. Right? If you've gotten your hours of sleep in... Get up. Get up. I know that you're like, but I can sleep in for an extra four hours. You know what you can do to get that same amount of energy? Is you take a 20-minute power nap in the middle of the day. Same amount of energy yeah. as like sleeping in an extra two hours in the morning. That's true. Uh, going to bed at the same time each night yeah, is important. I'm, I'm very consistent with mine. Yeah. I'm getting better at that. Uh, right now, it's like if it's not a comedy night. Yeah, if it's not a comedy between, I'll bet you're off on comedy nights. But Between 10 and 11, if it's not a comedy night, I like to like have all the lights up by 11 if it's not a comedy night. Wow, that's pretty late. Is that late? For you? For me, for sure. I'm done by 10. You're done by 10? I'm done by 10. 9.30, I'm like fighting to keep my eyes open so like 9 30 is when we start kind of like the bedroom bedtime routine with maddie okay and it takes about half an hour to get her down and then like i just we just lounge a little yeah. bit lights uh we start our bedroom time routine at like 7 30 and that includes getting both of the bathes and then stuff like that yeah the okay. important routine we're done by nine okay um and then comedy nights fuck everything oh they totally fuck everything um, spending more time outside being active during the day. Yep. And fresh that, air. Fresh air is huge. Um, huge. Sunlight is huge. Yeah, the old vitamin D. It, it is. And like I said, right at, back at the beginning, we work on a circadian rhythm cycle, right? Yeah. So being out in the sun is important because, you know, when the sun goes down, that tells our brain when it's time to go to bed. Yeah. The problem is where we bring, like, screens and blue light into it is that's enough light to convince our brain to stay awake because the sun's up. Because the sun's up, yeah. So, also, a big thing to help with sleep is reducing stress. So, yeah. recognizing what stresses you out and finding self-care management ways to, to deal with it. So, whether that's exercise or therapy or... I like to make jigsaw puzzles. I know that's lame, but it helps. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, you know, those are some of the things that, like, are there were some of the reasons why sleep is important. Absolutely. Now, when we're talking about kids... <laughs> it's it's harder, right? Did guess okay, so this is from this is from a newspaper. So <laughs> take it as a like, you know, it's mainstream media. Great assault. Media. Great, great assault. Okay, okay, cool. Um guess on average how much sleep new parents will get in uh the night for the first year of their baby's life. Five hours. You're actually very close. Oh what yeah. was it? The average is four hours and 44 minutes of sleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It means that mothers and fathers are sleeping approximately 59% less than the recommended eight hours of sleep a night. And they're losing an equivalent of 50 nights of sleep. Wow. Excuse me. Wow. 50 nights of sleep. In your first year yeah. of having a kid, you're losing 50 nights of sleep from your life. <laughs> That's insane. That is insane. You're, you're literally shortening your lifespan by not sleeping. <laughs> I know. And we're like, let's have multiple. Well, we're not having multiple babies, but like people who have multiple babies, like if you have six babies, that's six years of 
four hours and 44 minutes of sleep, unless you get to the point where you're just like, fuck it, I don't care. I'm going to let him scream in his crib in his room. <laughs> Sometimes that does help, letting him cry it out 100%. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's not it's not keel every time, but yeah, at a certain point, you know, you know do did, what's right for you. Did you ever have to like do anything specific to manage sleep when Eddie and Erica were in the first like three months? Um, for them or us? For us? For them, because when the baby sleeps for the first year, that's when you sleep. Yeah. Um, Amanda, during the day, she had her rhythm and her, her pattern with him. Uh, my work schedule, uh, we basically honed the nighttime schedule off my work schedule. Okay. So that's how they had a regimented time for bath or time for just being able to, you know, shut the screens off and then out. And I don't, in my bedroom, it was only recently that we put a TV in and I hate it. And it's mostly just so Amanda can watch something while she's folding laundry or doing whatever upstairs. Mm -hmm. And I just don't enjoy it. So there's no screen time in my room. We have a TV in our bed. Ah, see, there you go. Not in our bed, but in our bedroom. Yeah. And I think part of that is just because, like, Sundays I really like watching football. And I will watch football all day on Sunday. I do miss football. And she does not like watching football. So... (laughs) It, it, and like me, I'll take Maddie and me and Maddie will just sit downstairs and watch football all day. And she'll be like, I'm going to go watch all my back episodes of Dateline upstairs and then be paranoid every time you come up the stairs that it's a serial killer or a rapist. <laughs> Someone's getting a hockey mask for Christmas this year. <laughs> yeah. so I'll peck you on the cheek. <laughs> I think, I think like you, you, you had... Amanda's parents living with you for, or her mom and stepdad living with you guys for this entire time, right? Uh, we had a year and a bit all of just us, and then for the last two years, they've lived with us. So, so it hasn't been the whole time. No. But have they brought in, like, skills or, like, or not necessarily skills, but have they been able to come in and kind of, like, spell you off a little bit so you guys can get rest when you need rest? Uh, yes, and we haven't really used it for that because we've we've used them for going out time. Okay. Yeah, there are built-in, like, kind of babysitters. We give them a couple days advance, and we're like, okay, we're going. They've also freed us up to focus on the evening routine by taking up other chores. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, Grandpa will, will clean the kitchen every night, and he'll sort it all out. That's nice right? to you have, know, that's like, super that great consistency. To have. Yeah, that consistency. Right, and the days when he's not sick, we don't mind doing whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and then as far as also with yard work and things like that, too, because I don't. I wouldn't have the time to take a look after the acre that I live on. You know what I mean? So there's that. Um, Joanne spends a bit of time with the kids just before bed, kind of get us on a reset and then we get them in the bath and get them going. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys have like kind of a a community that like a little family community that helps raise the kids, which is really, that's right. Yeah. It's very helpful. Oh man. That's important. Like one of the big things that when, when I was like doing some research on managing sleep with a newborn and a child, the first thing it was is delegate chores to your friends and family. If they're, if they're coming to visit and, and you need help. And we've had so many people that have like, come and be like, oh, well, we'd love to babysit. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't we need, don't need to, to do babysit. That, no. Why don't you do my dishes? <laughs> Could you do something for me instead? Yeah, like, exactly. Could I could you, use uh, a massage. Could you sort out this recycling? It's just a heap of papers. <laughs> That's tomorrow morning for me. All right, I'm... Um, you know, for, for breastfeeding mothers pumping ahead of time. So that way, like that's perfect. Cause like it gives me a chance to feed Maddie too. Yeah. yeah. And 
you know, on weekends, I don't do it on the weekdays because I have to be up early and going to work and I already yeah. have sleep issues as it is. Um, but like on, on a Saturday, I have no problem waking up at 7am cause my body kind of naturally wakes Doesn't me up anyway, early yeah. now. Um, and I'll take Maddie down and, you know, give her a bottle from the fridge and, uh, then we'll hang out. Like we were watching Mayans MC while that was on every Saturday morning. <laughs> Uh, Gotta teach him about the basic skills of street landing. And then once once Maddie was ready to have a nap, I would go and have another nap. Yeah, you know it worked out nicely. Yeah, I always usually uh, when I have weekends off, it's definitely my time with the kids. I get up first. I'll have dinner, breakfast for them. Uh, Amanda gets to sleep in time. It's really how it goes. But Mm -hmm. she she was abusing it for a bit. She's like, no, I'm gonna just get up like no later than nine o'clock. That's kind of what I should be doing. It's nice to pay back the sleep bank but at the same time she's like she realized that it was costing her as well so yeah okay so here's a few things that like we can see as ways to help a baby sleep through the night we've kind of already brought up some of these things uh but the the first thing the most important thing is establishing a bedtime routine yep. right so we talked about your routine we talked about my routine it's out there uh it helps uh we also need to start to teach our babies or our children how to self-soothe yeah. Which means that, you know, it's, it's, we're soothing them less, but we're still being available. Right. Uh, some, some studies that I was reading was not about like, it's saying like respond when your baby cries, but don't necessarily pick them up. Like put your hand on their chest or maybe rub their head or sing to them or just talk to them. Um, you know, you don't necessarily need to pick get, them up. No. Don't, you don't need to necessarily get into the habit of that. Although that's your first instinct. Yeah. Because I find one of the things that calms Maddie down is what I'll do is I'll rest my hand on her chest and she'll feel my warmth and she'll kind of calm down and then I'll start to tickle her feet and then I'll normally get some laughter. Or not necessarily, like, she's not laughing like, ha ha ha, but she'll give me big smiles yeah. and the crying stops until I either stop tickling her feet or move my hand off of her chest. Yeah, and then she's like, ah, dear. Uh, it's important to be, um, to follow a schedule. Yep. Um, sticking to an appropriate bedtime. The hard thing for parents is being patient. Yeah. If you don't have sleep, you're not patient. Be patient. (laughs) Be patient. Don't be in such a hurry. If you don't have patience, you only start to worry. I don't remember the rest of that song. I don't know what he's singing, but man, it's fucking truthful. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that song from when I was a kid. Holy shit. Um... Also, the whole idea would be, like, creating a warm and relaxing room for the child. Like, it's got to be inviting. Yeah, don't don't paint your kids' rooms fucking yellow. <laughs> like, don't, don't do that. That's just wrong. Don't. Just don't. Yellow actually upsets children. That, that constant sun... I, I can't remember where I saw it. We'll have to look it up. But, yeah, yellow is one of those aggravating colors when you constantly look at it. You put somebody in a yellow room, it's like, what the... You know, when I was in high school, my room was painted yellow. I loved it. <laughs> you're an annoying fuck, so that's fine. No, <laughs> no you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, um, but the ambience is important. We we use a white noise machine with uh, Maddie. Fans are in both the kids' rooms. And and the white noise machine says to Amy, the white noise machine has actually helped me fall asleep and stay asleep. Huh. And I normally hate, like, I normally used to have to sleep in silence. But now that that white noise machine is going, I, I have a hard time falling asleep without it. Huh. Um, when it comes to kids, making sure that you're not giving them any foods or drinks with caffeine in it right oh, before 100%. bed My kids don't or alcohol, 
Um, making sure the temperature in the room is, is appropriate and comfortable and that the bedroom is dark. Yellow makes it hard for the, the bedroom to be dark. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. It's a, it's a, oh, it's just an annoying color. What, what time do you guys do dinner? Uh, usually we have around 6.30. Done by 7. 7.30 bath. Okay. Bam, into the bathroom, both, or one of them, and then the other one gets a shower as quick. And, and then, bed. and then like bedtime starts around 8? Yeah. So one of the big things is if you start to notice that your kids aren't sleeping well, you should be moving your dinner a little bit earlier in the day. Because yeah. if you're giving them big meals within like an hour or two of them going to bed, their stomach is working on digesting that, right? Yeah. Which is going to have some issues with them falling well, Erica's asleep. always hungry at like 4.30 and she doesn't serve dinner for another hour and a half, so i got to feed Erica a bunch of stuff. And then she doesn't eat, and then before bed she's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> then, no, it's fair. you got to find like the special middle ground, right? Um, making sure that, like, if there's any after-dinner playtime, making sure that's relaxing, yeah. not anything that's overstimulating, because overstimulation is going to keep the brain going. Um, and, uh, you know, getting rid of television, computers, screens within, like, an hour before going to bed is important. Yeah. We kind of talked about that with Dylan Black a little bit, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. So yeah, like those are kind of some of our, our tips that we've looked at around sleeping. Uh, I, you know, doing some of this research, preparing for this Minnesota, it gave me some ideas about how I'm going to kind of approach bedtimes with Maddie moving forward because daddy's tired as fuck. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. that's part of the, that's probably the biggest reason you guys didn't get an episode last <laughs> Sunday is like, His dad's tired as fuck, and yo. like Chris was like, Chris was like, do we have anything planned? I'm like, dude, I can't even think about tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just pictured like him, like Jack Torrance in The Shining, just, just like, just, you know, go about. From our last Minnesota, go watch The Shining. <laughs> I gave special thanks to Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, right. my... <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, this is good. This is good. And so here's the thing: is like we would love to hear your tips. What's worked for you with your kids in helping them get to sleep? Um, you know, we 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 both joke on stage about our children, and I I've got that joke about the LCBO registry. Yeah. And about how at checkout that little bottle of Forty Creek is more like. That little bottle will shut the fuck up and yeah. go to sleep. Uh, and, I, of course, I'm only joking. Uh, but it's funny. I told, I told that joke last night because I was, I was on last night at the club. And Josh Williams was hosting. Uh, yeah. I think that's episode three? Two, yes. Episode three, Josh Williams. Go back and check it out. Um, he was hosting. And I went up bullet. So I went up first. And Josh, like, brings me up with the, with the credit. He's like, our next comedian is a dad. And everybody booed. <laughs> So I get up there, I was like, I was like, wow. no comedy credits. He's just a fucking dad. He hasn't slept in two weeks. <laughs> and they didn't, they did not like me at all. No, they, they were, did not. He had a, he put a pretty big hole for you to dig out of. And, uh, and then I get Shit. off stage and he comes back up on stage and he goes, Matthew Champ, everybody. He's funnier when he's had time to sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not wrong. No, it's You're not wrong. Um, so yeah. Send us your tips about how sleep has improved for you or, like, what you've done to help your kids with sleeping. Um, First, you want to send us anything. Get those goddamn movie tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the movie's going to be in theaters that long. But the yeah, reviews were awful. Yeah, the reviews were horrible. Reviews were awful. We get it. Nobody wanted these things. Ah, fuck. Like, I can't save this shit. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
You know, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Find us wherever you find your podcast. We're going to have some guests again in the, in the near future. We've got a few cool ones lined up. If you are a dad and you have something that you want to talk about with us, reach out to us at wegotdaddyissues at gmail.com because we, we want more than just comedians and like personalities. We want dads, yeah, right? Yeah, fathers. Me. We want dads with experience. We want dads with stories. We want dads who are coming to talk about issues. Yeah. So, so like, she's like, your ball is coming out. Hey, <laughs> both of those happened before I had a child. That's true. My yeah. balls have stayed in my pants since I had a child for now, for now. Um, <laughs> also, okay. So we're going to wrap up. We're going to close off this episode. Uh, but before I do that, I have one more show I want to promote. What's that? Uh, you remember Jacob Pollock? Jacob Pollock's the guy that writes all that cool music for our podcast. Yes, Jacob. Sorry. So, yeah. so Jacob plays in like an eclectic jazz funk band. He's okay. fronted. Wow. And he has a show coming up December 5th at Rainbow Bistro in Ottawa in the Byward Market. Um, it's a Thursday night, December 5th. It starts at 9 p.m. It's a perfect time to call in sick on a Friday. <laughs> um, and, you know, the Rainbow Bistro is one of the best places in Ottawa to find MDMA. <laughs> And apparently smooth laid back jazz on a Thursday. That's more of an eclectic funk jazz. It's okay. not smooth laid back. Like you're gonna want that. No, I'm not you're gonna want that MPMA. Is what you're gonna uh, want. No, no. I, I I can't remember the name of his band off the top of my head. But he he reached out to me. And he's like, I've got this cool show coming up. You should come and see it. And I was like, not only will I come and see it, but, we'll but I'll it, fucking sure. plug it, man, because. Yeah, man. Your music's awesome. And, you know, he wrote that music for us, like, using a synthesizer. Did it, like, really quickly. And uh, I'm sure he'll give us some more music as time goes by. Yeah, for Um, sure. And he's he's great. So check that out. Check him out. Rainbow Beach Show. Um, December 5th. Go back, listen to all of our other podcasts, our full episodes, our minisodes, our special episode where Chris talks about his crystal meth addiction. Because if you're just tuning in now, you're like, what the fuck are they talking about meth so much for? Go, Go back, back, listen to the bonus episode, Crystal Meth, a recovery story. It, everything will make sense. Yeah. Um, you guys are fantastic. Thank you for listening. Italy, this one's going out to you. Poti volare. When the moon hits your <laughs> eye, that's a big pizza pie, that's a ball. Guys, thank you so thank much you for so joining Thank you so much. Me. Yeah, that's good. Now go get some sleep. Yeah, totally.